Today is the fifth day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is a pleasure and an honor uh, to be here with you today as we reach the conclusion of our first week together in this brand new, shiny, sparkly new year. And I mean, it's not our first full week, right? We just... We started this new year in this week, but this is our first weekend. And uh, tomorrow we'll start our first full week of the year. But it's good to be here with you as we take the next step forward and continue to move away from shore and into the deep as, uh, as we move through the Bible this year. So we've been reading from the Christian Standard Bible this week. And that's what we'll do today. Genesis chapter 11, verse 1. Through 13, verse 4. The whole earth had the same language and vocabulary. As people migrated from the east, they found a valley in the land of Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, Come, let us make oven fired bricks. They used brick for stone and asphalt for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the sky. Let us make a name for ourselves, otherwise we will be scattered throughout the earth. Then the Lord came down to look over the city and the tower that the humans were building. The Lord said, If they have begun to do this, as one people, all having the same language, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let's go down there and confuse their language so that they will not understand one another's speech. So from there, the Lord scattered them throughout the earth and they stopped building the city. Therefore, it is called Babel or Babylon. For there the Lord confused the language of the whole earth, and from there the Lord scattered them throughout the earth. These are the family records of Shem. Shem lived 100 years and fathered Arpaxad two years after the flood. After he fathered Arpaxad, Shem lived 500 years and fathered other sons and daughters. Arphaxad lived 35 years and fathered Shelah. After he fathered Shelah, Arphaxad lived 403 years and fathered other sons and daughters. Shelah lived 30 years and fathered Eber. After he fathered Eber, Shelah lived 403 years and fathered other sons and daughters. Eber lived 34 years and fathered Peleg. After he fathered Peleg, Eber lived 430 years and fathered other sons and daughters. Peleg lived 30 years and fathered Ru. After he fathered Ru, Peleg lived 209 years and fathered other sons and daughters. Ru lived 32 years and fathered Sarug. After he fathered Sarug, Ru lived 207 years and fathered other sons and daughters. Sarug lived 30 years 
and fathered Naor. After he fathered Naor, Sarug lived 200 years and fathered other sons and daughters. Naor lived 29 years and fathered Tira. After he fathered Tira, Naor lived 119 years and fathered other sons and daughters. Tira lived 70 years and fathered Abram, Naor, and Haran. These are the family records of Tira. Tira fathered Abram, Naor, and Haran. And Haran fathered Lot. Haran died in his native land, in Ur of the Chaldeans, during his father Tira's lifetime. Abram and Naor took wives. Abram's wife was named Sarai, and Naor's wife was named Milcah. She was the daughter of Haran, the father of both Milcah and Iscah. Sarai was unable to conceive. She did not have a child. Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot, Aran's son, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, his son Abram's wife, and they set out together from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to the land of Canaan. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. Tira lived 205 years and died in Haran. The Lord said to Abram, Go out from your land, your relatives, and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse anyone who treats you with contempt. And all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he left Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated, and the people they had acquired in Haran, and they set out for the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of Canaan, Abram pressed through the land to the site of Shechem at the Oak of Moreh. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he moved on to the hill country east of Bethel and pitched his tent. With Bethel on the west and I on the east, he built an altar to the Lord there, and he called on the name of the Lord. Then Abram journeyed by stages to the Negev. There was a famine in the land, so Abram went down to Egypt to stay there for a while because the famine in the land was severe. When he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife, Sarai, Look, I know what a beautiful woman you are. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, This is his wife. They will kill me and let you live. 
please say you're my sister so it will go well for me because of you. My life will be spared on your account. When Abram entered Egypt, the Egyptians saw that the woman was very beautiful. Pharaoh's officials saw her and praised her to Pharaoh. So the woman was taken to Pharaoh's household. He treated Abram well because of her. And Abram acquired flocks and herds, male and female donkeys, male and female slaves, and camels. But the Lord struck Pharaoh and his household with severe plagues because of Abram's wife, Sarai. So Pharaoh sent for Abram and said, What have you done to me? Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say... She's my sister, so that I took her as my wife. Now, here is your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave his men orders about him, and they sent him away with his wife and all he had. Abram went up from Egypt to the Negev. He, his wife, and all he had, and Lot with him. Abram was very rich in livestock, silver, and gold. He went by stages from the Negev to Bethel, to the place between Bethel and Ai, where his tent had formerly been, to the site where he had built the altar. And Abram called on the name of the Lord there. Matthew 5 1 through 26. When he saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. Blessed are the humble, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. You are blessed when they insult you and persecute you and falsely say every kind of evil against you because of me. Be glad. And rejoice, because your reward is great in heaven. For that is how they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt should lose its taste, how can it be made salty? It's no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light 
of the world. A city situated on a hill cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket, but rather on a lampstand, and it gives light for all who are in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Don't think that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or one stroke of a letter will pass away from the law until all things are accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commands and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to our ancestors, do not murder, and whoever murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you, everyone who is angry with his brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Whoever insults his brother or sister will be subject to the court. Whoever says, you fool, will be subject to hell fire. So, if you are offering your gift on the altar, and there you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First, go and be reconciled with your brother or sister, and then come and offer your gift. Reach a settlement quickly with your adversary while you're on the way with him to the court, or your adversary will hand you over to the judge, and the judge to the officer, and you will be thrown into prison. Truly, I tell you, you will never get out of there until you have paid the last penny. Psalm 5 The Refuge of the Righteous For the Choir Director With the Flutes A Psalm of David Listen to my words, Lord. Consider my sighing. Pay attention to the sound of my cry, my King and my God, for I pray to you. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I plead my case to you and watch expectantly. For you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil cannot dwell with you. The boastful cannot stand in your sights. You hate all evildoers. You destroy those who tell lies. 
The Lord abhors violent and treacherous people. But I enter your house by the abundance of your faithful love. I bow down toward your holy temple in reverential awe of you. Lord, lead me in your righteousness because of my adversaries. Make your way straight before me, for there is nothing reliable in what they say. Destruction is within them. Their throat is an open grave. They flatter with their tongues. Punish them, God. Let them fall by their own schemes. Drive them out because of their many crimes, for they rebel against you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them shout for joy forever. May you shelter them, and may those who love your name boast about you. For you, Lord, bless the righteous one. You surround him with favor like a shield. Proverbs 1, 24-28 Since I called out, and you refused, extended my hand, and no one paid attention, since you neglected all my counsel and did not accept my correction, I, in turn, will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when terror strikes you, when terror strikes you like a storm, and your calamity comes like a whirlwind, when trouble and stress overcome you. Then they will call me, but I won't answer. They will search for me, but won't find me. Okay, so of course, in the book of Proverbs, the voice that is saying these things, right? Since I called out and you refused, since I extended my hand and no one paid attention, this is the voice of wisdom speaking. And so what wisdom is telling us today is that... <laughs> that the choice is ours. We can pay attention to wisdom and allow wisdom to guide us and we will avoid the pitfalls that the lack of wisdom would present. However, if we're not going to pay any attention, well, then wisdom will end up laughing at us. In other words, wisdom is attainable and, uh, and the lack of wisdom in our decision-making is avoidable. Which br brings us to the word for the year. And uh, every year, uh, all of these years, there's been a word that's kind of been our North Star, something that we kind of focus in on and really pay attention to. And that usually gets announced at the end of the year. And so for the community ending the year last year, we... We mentioned what the word for this year is, and the word for this year is maintain. 
and we will look at uh, what it looks like in the stories uh, that we will encounter in the Bible for people to maintain. We'll we'll look at that as we go along. But uh, we also need to remember this word and put it in our own lives and just kind of see, see what it does. Like if it means nothing to you all year long, that's no problem. Um, but it might mean everything to you. It might be the word that you actually need. Uh, because maintaining requires awareness and vigilance. Like you have to maintain things for them to work properly. Right? If we don't maintain uh, our health, it will go away. If we don't maintain our vehicle, it will break down. If we don't maintain our spiritual lives, then we will be weak and everything will fall apart and we'll find ourselves once again shaking our fist at God in the sky for letting something bad happen to us that was completely avoidable had we paid attention to the voice of wisdom. The voice of wisdom in the scriptures today basically says, you can listen to me or you can mock me. But if you do, then when calamity strikes, uh, you'll feel as if wisdom is mocking you back because you didn't pay any attention and you avoided wisdom so that you could reap uh, the harvest of calamity that you are experiencing. Wisdom is something that we must maintain in our lives. And if we will, it will lead us to a narrow path. And if we will walk that narrow path, it will lead to life. And isn't that what we're here for? And so, Father, we thank you for allowing your word to speak to us in these first few days of the year so profoundly on so many levels. And we haven't even sailed out of the harbor. We're we're not even out in the deep yet. And your word is speaking to us and we're thankful for it. Show us how to maintain wisdom, God. And one of the ways that are practical is that we continue to put wisdom in our lives each and every day. So come, Holy Spirit, as we submit ourselves to you, your will, your ways, we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is is the website's home base. It's where you find out what's going on around here. And we're talking about what's going on around here. And we, we talk about it every day. But as we move into the new year, we just uh, you know kind of try to highlight little things that, uh, that, that are good to know as we take the journey. And uh, this being the first weekend, you'll find that uh, when you wake up tomorrow, there will be an additional program. And it will be called DAB Community Prayer. And uh, so, you know, you've been a few days into the year now. And so you you know that at the end of each program, uh, there are other voices, brothers and sisters from all over the world, uh, rejoicing and also asking for help in prayer. And that's part of the community experience. We come together each and every day, allow God's word to wash over us, understand that we're not alone. You can never listen to the Daily Audio Bible alone. That's the irony. If you're you're listening to it right now, and so is someone else, like you're never alone. It doesn't matter what time of day or night. 
Like this is an ongoing thing where tens and tens and tens of thousands of us are taking this journey. You are never alone when you're listening to the Daily Audio Bible. Someone else is listening to it too. And so we're a community, we're a family. We're taking this journey together. And one of the things that if you're new that you'll realize over, over time is that none of, us, none of us are here to hurt anybody else. We're here to let God's word speak to us and to do that in community because it helps to know that our struggles are not individual and we're not really alone. It helps to know that, but we come together and we accept each other and and and, and we understand that that we are each a work in progress. And so whatever the story is that's brought us to this point, no matter how much we've avoided the voice of wisdom and caused calamity, hey, Every day, His mercies are new. And every day is a chance to start again. And so we accept each other like that as works in progress. And so we pray for each other. We love each other. We rejoice with each other. We cry with each other. Uh, But there's no way to play every single call that ever comes into the Daily Audio Bible. Uh, And we tried this at one point, but it got to the point that, um, you know, we're, we're investing a couple of hours a day and it's, it's mostly not about the Bible anymore. So at the end of each week, uh, we, we come together so that every voice can be heard, so that we can all pray and, and spend some time just hearing from each other. And you'll notice that showing up tomorrow, if you're new. Of course, if you've been here for a while, you already know the drill. You already know the ropes. But at the beginning of the year, these reminders, these refreshers, they help us well, they set us up to succeed as we move uh, through the year together. So watch out for that. That's coming. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com. There is a link. It's on the homepage. And uh, as I have said and will say, what we've done, we've done together, and we can't do uh, what we do if we don't do it together. So thank you for your partnership. If, uh, if, if what we do as a community brings light and life and good news to you each day, uh, then thank you for being life-giving uh, so that we can continue to do this every day. If you're using the Daily Audio Bible app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or if you prefer, the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996. Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or comment, 877-942-4253 is the number to dial. And that is it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I will be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hi, this is for Sharon the Victorious, and I just heard your pain, and I'm reaching out to you from the other side, because my son passed away a year ago, and my husband passed away in May, and I just want to tell you to hold on, hold on to Jesus, hold on, because um, it doesn't get better, but God is the comforter of those who, you know, He just comforts us. And when it really gets bad, if you just keep on uh, believing, keep on praying, I just am lifting you up today, and I'm just knowing that God's wrapping His loving arms around you, and um, He has just got His hand on you, and He will never leave you nor forsake you. 
and every weapon formed against you is not going to prosper. And I just pray, I have no idea how you lost your, your daughter, but um, I lost my son to suicide, and the grief I know feels overwhelming, but I know that God uh, carried me. He just picked me up, and I know that grain of the sand and how you only see one footprint. That was my God. He picked me up, and He walked me through because I couldn't, but He could. And when you lean on Him with everything that is in you, He sees you through. And, you know, I'm not going to just tell you, like, well, everything's great and everything's fantastic because I still have days where I don't feel like getting out of bed. But you know what? God is able, and I know that He loves me. And every single day, that's what I tell myself. And that one day I will see my husband, I will see my son again. And until then, I have to live because that's what we do. We just get up and do the best we can. And that's what I keep telling myself. On those days when I don't want to, I say, you will. Because God said you will. He said you can do all things Christ who strengthens you. And that is, that's the truth. We can. And I love you and I'm praying for you. Good morning, my family. Sorry I have a cold, but I needed to get this message out to my sister Sharon, to our sister Sharon, um, who is victorious. God gave you the power to call your DAB family, Sharon. God put you in this family for a reason. You are loved, and the Holy Spirit nudged my imagination this morning. He gave me a picture of all of us sitting around the Global Daily Audio Bible campfire, with our arms entwined and singing, It Only Takes the Spark. I'm not going to attempt to sing it to you because I can barely talk, but it only takes the spark of God's love to rescue you, Sharon. It only takes the spark of the love of Jesus to pull you up and out of the pit that you're in right now. It only takes the spark of the Holy Spirit to restore you and to use you more than you can ever ask or imagine. You are not alone. Sweet Victoria, Sharon. I can't wait to see how God used you and your story in this new year coming. I love you, sister. We all love you. And we I, I pray that all of you have a blessed new year to all my brothers and sisters. And God really, really is good. He makes us strong in our weakness. Lindy, I think it was Lindy from California. Husband is spending New Year's in, in jail. Honey, I pray for restoration for you as well and for everyone that's going through mental illness. Pray extra strongly for our brothers and sisters in Christ that are dealing with mental illness in our families and in our own life. In Jesus' name, I pray for all of you. Amen. Hey, Daily Audio Bible family. I wanted to share with you a conversation I had with my second grader and my first grader in the car. They both were driving with me, and they asked, Can we listen to Brian? And at first, I had no idea what they were talking about. I said, Brian who? And he said, you know, Brian who reads the Bible. I want to thank you, Brian, for what you do, for making my six-year-old and my seven-year-old want to listen to the Bible. And it's a wonderful thing. I also want to ask prayers for my two sons who have some disabilities and are trying to overcome some delays in speech and, and delays in eating and uh, the beast we call autism. So uh, if you could pray for my boys, but I want you to know how much 
your, the daily audio Bible means to my family. Thank you for what you do, and have a wonderful 2019. Hi, this is Mike from Denmark. I have a message for Sean, the victorious, and um, we heard your request and your call out to all of us here um, today, the 30th of um, December. I just wish to tell you that God is with you, Jesus is with you, and I will ask that you find a place to be quiet and sit and listen to the Holy Spirit, and let Him cover you with your love, with His love and His peace in this moment. I ask that the Holy Spirit will be heavy on you and will give you the peace, will give you the joy that you so need right now in this moment. And know that you will never walk alone as you are a daughter of Christ, of God. You will always be with Him. You will always walk with Him. And you will not be alone. Hello, my DAB family. This is Mark Street in Sydney, Australia. And our message is ringing for us uh, a New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Well wishes to my whole family. I just want to say how much I love you all, uh, everybody, the uh, prayer warriors, the uh, people that are ringing with their stories and sharing themselves. You have all been such a wonderful part of my life in 2018. And um, I'm praying for you and... I'm looking forward with excitement to sharing 2019 and trying to be a little bit more giving back to the community in 2019. I wish you all a wonderful new year. And Brian and Jill and family, I certainly wish you a wonderful and a happy new year as well and look forward to hearing from all of you in the new year. Love you all, my family. Talk to you again soon. Mark Street from Sydney, Australia. Bye-bye.